What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, you can call in, you can call in, you can email us, you can text us, whatever way you'd like to get a hold of our good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Like, you are very accessible for people who have questions, right, Mimi? Well, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you make it easy for them. So however they do it, we're going to make sure we're reminding them throughout the show how they can get in touch with you. Because this is going to be a great day for them to get that out into the ether instead of just thinking on it themselves. Yes. And and it's so funny that that uh, sound that what is that that thing? Our open? Yes, our open. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go out and buy a house. (laughs) Yes. Is there anything more appropriate <laughs> yes. than that for a real estate show? I think right. it's perfect. But and just giving that opportunity to people, because I was talking to you and our good friend Shelly Ferris, who is also with us from Caliber Home Loans, um, just talking about the the freedom that you get if you can get to that point. Like, there's lots of reasons why people go, I'm going to keep renting for a while. I get that when you have a while. Yes. And as somebody who has a rental property, I totally understand. You know, like there's reasons why you would want to keep renting and what you're working on and and lots of options. And you're fortunate if you rent from people like me because we're not sitting here trying to like get rich quick off of you. But a lot of people are here to try and keep you poor and broke and you need to go buy your own house. You don't know what you don't know. Right. right? And there's a lot of fear when when you've rented. You you understand what that's like. You Mm -hmm. you know, it's the fear of the unknown that paralyzes people. Exactly. And really think about it because you are already paying a mortgage, right. just not yours. Exactly. Um, and you're making your landlord very happy by that, so that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could be taking that money and building wealth mm-hmm. and building equity. And mm-hmm. so I have a chart from Keeping Current Matters, which is a source that I follow regularly. And I'm just going to help you one second. So we were talking about fear And so I had this quote come across my view this morning and it said, when it comes to fear, you have two options. You can option one, forget everything and run or option two, face everything and rise. Exactly. So you're trying to help people rise. So just face your fears. Go ahead. Get out there. Listen, y'all, this interest rate thing is Mm -hmm. nothing but a thing. Right. Historically. Anywhere from 7 to 9% interest, that has been historically the average. Mm-hmm. We just have had, uh, we've been spoiled. Mm-hmm. We just have, and we didn't even know that we were, but yeah. we were. And right. I mean, a lot of us, we had houses before. I had one then, and I have one now. You'll be okay. Yes. <laughs> go mm-hmm. get one. So here's something that I want to go over with everybody. The thing that you you cannot do when you're renting, you cannot tap into your landlord's equity. He's building a lot of equity. In fact, he's probably going to build $102,787 projected over the next five years. Mm -hmm. And what is that? That's a nest egg right there, y'all. That is a nest egg. It's a safety net. It's a a soft place to land. Mm -hmm. Okay, so projections over the next five years. In 2022, if you bought a $390,000 home, which is not much higher than our average here in the Twin Cities, Mm -hmm. it's projected to go up to $492,787 
by 2027. Now, if you think you're going to be alive in 2027, mm-hmm. I think now would be a good time <laughs> right. to have well, a good right. conversation and you with need us. Somewhere to live, and right. you, you know, you might as well make it work for you. Yes, yes. You know, the prices are not coming down like what I think some people think. That's right. The, that's a big fear out there. Is oh my gosh, it's going to crash again. It can't crash because. We simply do not have enough homes yes. for the people to live in. And, right. and this is a na- nationwide thing. Now, here in the Twin Cities, we have 1.9 month of inventory. We need six. We need six, y'all. Six. Right. We don't have enough homes. Right. And that is why the demand is still high, because people need to live somewhere. And we've talked about this on your show and also when we talked with our friends from Clear Step Financial. We know that there will be corrections throughout all of these things. But there's always ways that you can still benefit during a correction if you put yourself in the right position Mm -hmm. to try to be able to do that. Exactly. You know, buying a home and having that kind of stability usually is not going to hurt you if there's some sort of economic correction. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. you've got experts here to Mm -hmm. help you Mm -hmm. with this. We've all three in this room bought homes. Right. Several homes. Yes. And Mm -hmm. some more than others. Mm -hmm. Miss Miss Shelley here. (laughs) Um, And, you know, if we don't have an answer to your question on what to do once you move into a house or once you are able to do it, we can walk you through every single step. And there's no question that you're going to ask us that either A, we don't know, or B, we can't find out. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, no, there's no yeah, (laughs) but. Not only will you know the answer, the other thing I like to remind, and I've done this to some people in my circle, that whole fear and shame spiral that we put ourselves in where you don't want to ask because they're going to think that I made a mistake or something was wrong. You guys have also seen that, done that, all these things. So you're not going to sit there and go, you know what you're the worst yeah. you know whatever their self-talk is you know isn't what the reality is going to be when they talk to you I, i've spent a lifetime asking stupid questions and right. i put that in quotes yeah and i could not care less what anybody thinks about my mm-hmm. question because if i don't know how are you else going to know unless right. you ask it exactly right. okay but i'm going to interrupt this because this is fun and all yes but we have a giveaway. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes. We have to, and it's a kind of timely giveaway. It is because we are moving into, uh, uh, you know, kind of like a lot of people are thinking about fall and Thanksgiving, and so they're like thinking about what am I going to do? Where am I going to get my turkey? Yes, so this is timely. And so right. with real estate, therefore goes cooking in right. your own kitchen, right. absolutely, and an, a bird in every pot. There we go. <laughs> you know, something like that. Okay, so we are here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show and Red Hot. Real estate group mm-hmm. are going to be doing a turkey drawing mm-hmm. we're going to collect names for the next three weeks on the 20th we're going to be drawing it live and miss yes. shannon is going to be doing the honors of picking oh wonderful so, okay so here are the rules mm-hmm. uh you get one entry when you call in on the show and you ask us either a real estate or a mortgage related question mm-hmm you must leave your name, phone, and email with our producer, Hope. Right. And if you'd like to earn a second entry, you have to call first to get the first one. You can't skip a step. <laughs> right. The second entry, you can like us on Facebook, the Red Hot Real Estate Group, or you can text buyer guide or seller guide to 651-578-2218. 
and we're going to be giving a, a really nice turkey right. for some lucky listener. Exactly. Big enough that you're like, oh my gosh, give it to me in time so I have time to thaw it out. There we so go. Don't worry. We're going to hook you up. There you <laughs> go. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it. Turkey that's talk. Awesome. Yes. Right. So if you want to call in with your question, it's easy to find us. It's 651-641-1071. Shelly, I don't believe we did your NMLS number oh, yet, did we? I think we? you're right. Okay. So mine is 367-826 and Caliber Home Loans, 15622. Right. Okay. Now, um... How much time do we have? Huh? Oh, we got three. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just jump in. I and... take that back. Two. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to stay on track for yes. everybody mm-hmm. listening because we're so professional. Mm-hmm. Um, title of the show today is Inflation and Interest Rates. Mm-hmm. And Shelly and I have spent some time, you know, talking about how our customers and clients are feeling about this shift in the market. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it's happened. It's mm-hmm. happening. It's moving. It's fluid. Um, it's real. It's real. Mm-hmm. And we know that that has that has given folks a moment to pause right. until we can kind of shake it out and figure out what's going to happen. Is it going to you know, I think people are afraid it's going to be worse or they don't know exactly how how it's going to go right, or how bad it's going to get. Yeah. Yes. And so, Shelly, I think um, one of the questions I think that is important for people to know is why do the interest rates and the Fed rate move in tandem. So we roll the dice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a bad day. It's no, no, it's okay. the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So interest rates, they move in tandem with inflation in that inflation and interest rates, like interest rates hate inflation. Right. Okay? So everybody kind of knows that now <laughs> because right. of what's happened the last six months or so. But it's it works in tandem with the with the supply and demand of money. And that's what it really all comes down to. So when you hear on the news that the feds increase the rates again to mm-hmm. help inflation and you go, how's that going to help inflation? You just made getting a house more expensive. It's to tame down the fiery burn that is our economy right so that it can be controlled Mm -hmm. so that's what the feds are attempting to do is to affect the supply and demand of money and that's why the interest rates are going up right because it's making you less likely to do anything because that interest rates going up right okay and so we're in this business and we dislike this as much as you do, trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will have to say that the fiery pace of the real estate world before interest rates changed in January was not s- sustainable right. at all. It's the truth. It, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you take a $300,000 house and then it go into 50 bids and $100,000 over asking price where even our poor appraisers, there's no way to no. substantiate exactly. that Mm-mm. at all. Um, so... Well, I think that my personal opinion is they've pushed it too far, too right. fast. Um, this is the whole reason for it. And That's so, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I agree we, with you. When we come back, we'll continue talking about the things to do with inflation and interest that have to do with real estate and mortgage. You can also be part of the show. Again, that'll also get you into that drawing for that turkey giveaway on the 20th. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Okay. 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. Just go to our website, MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword Red Hot. Hanging out here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and also from Caliber Home Loans, Ms. Shelly Ferris. And we went over kind of an, uh, a definition not only of inflation, but you both shared why inflation kind of needs to happen. Yes. Well, yeah, talking Sadly. out of both, both yeah. sides of my mouth. <laughs> well, um, you cannot it, like it, it, but you cannot like it, but also see the value of right. it. That's what I really saw. What you were saying, it's like, well, it's not our favorite thing, but we needed to do something. In January, you literally could see miles of buyers wrapped around blocks, and I kid you not, I am not exaggerating. Right, and you know it. While that sounds like that would be very exciting for sellers, it's also very arduous mm-hmm. to have to go through right. all of that. They're in your house. Right. Um, you know, you're having to wade through, you know, dozens and dozens of offers. You know, yes. it, you know, it sounds wonderful, but it, it also is very, very difficult. Right. Because, Absolutely. I mean, what else can you do to make your offer the very, very best? And, you know, so you get into all kinds of situations. Price is not always the thing that's going to trip their trigger. Right. You know what? But it, but it's blind offers. You have to make it. It's just like it's just like roulette. Right. You know, you don't know what what's important to them. Right. You know, you're getting dozens of phone calls from agents to go what's important to your seller right. yes. we really want to win please please right. pick us but and, and you also, don't get a home inspection exactly and you don't get all the protections that you really need you to have really so that look into it to exactly. make sure that you were marrying the right home exactly right mm-hmm. yeah i mean there were just so many things that were just just out of line yes. they were they were just off mm-hmm. and nobody was having a good time except for maybe the banker that got to the deposit from the the sale of the house right um but you know then that you turn around and those same people were going to have to live someplace so mm-hmm. the most likely they were going to be buying something and going through the exact same thing which was also a fear fear of oh what if i can't find the house to replace the house that i currently actually like so everybody stayed yes Mm -hmm. and so therefore the dilemma that that caused some of these interest rates uh hikes uh you know to to keep happening to slow that nonsense down and indeed it has Mm -hmm. um you know the market has for Mm -hmm. sure shifted but folks when you got to sell, you got to sell. When you got to buy, you got to buy. And it's always going to happen. It's not going to stop. It's going to continue. And right. then once it once all of this becomes normal and you've heard about it for a few months, then, you know, then you don't want to be that seller that has waited until we have 6 months of inventory and now it's balanced. Now it's equal. Do it now if if indeed selling is something that you're going to want to do in right. the next couple of years. Look how fast we went from month, one month of inventory to almost two. It was like warp speed. Right. And exactly. so then how fast will it take us to go from 1.9 months of inventory that we have now to four? Right. Boy, four will feel like, you know, you've just jumped in a pile of leaves. Yeah. Right. Right? You know, it's like, eternity. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. There's so many houses to choose from. Right. My house has been on the market for three weeks. What in the world is going like, on here? Nothing's yeah. wrong. We just are just, we're stabilizing it's and normalizing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to interrupt this segment to also promote our turkey. Right. One bird in a pot per house. <laughs> Not really. Um, but do call us today yes. and get in on this drawing. We're going to be drawing it uh, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. 
Um, our our entry rules, you get, come on and ask us a question about real estate or mortgage. It can be stupid as all get out and we don't care. <laughs> you got to leave your name and phone and email so that we know how to get the turkey to you. And you can get a second entry by just texting uh, buyer guide or seller guide to 651-578-2218. And also you can get a second entry by liking us on Facebook, the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Right. Okay, Shelly. Shelly, I've given her a math problem. Right. <laughs> and not just a regular math problem, like a word problem. There was like a train and a locomotion going from leaving Chicago. Like all kinds of stuff was going on. <laughs> Thank goodness I math. had an extra hour of sleep. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So here is, here is a real true life example of who would you rather be? Would you rather be a buyer in January or now? Okay. Okay. So in January... We let's just say we took a hypothetical house that was on the market and was listed for six hundred thousand. Okay, that house easily could have sold for seven hundred thousand. Easily, easily, and the interest rates in January. Let's just say they were four and a half percent, and so the payment for that with ten percent down principal and interest would have been three thousand one hundred ninety-two dollars. Okay, that was January. Okay, mm-hmm. now. Now buying in November, so is that seven hundred thousand dollar or that six hundred thousand dollar home going to be priced that way? Well, you maybe we would list it at seven hundred thousand and take a fifty thousand dollar hit, and you get it for six hundred. So interest rate on November seven and a quarter. Your payment is n- really not that much higher. Okay, three thousand nine hundred ninety. So that's about, how much is that? About $800. $800 difference, yep. principal and interest, which sounds like a lot. But if you factor over 30 years, tell them how much they save. Oh, I'm going to choke. Almost $300,000. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. 298880 Okay. So you can see that you're getting a cheaper house. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. interest rate is not going to be cheaper right, right. now. But... Shelly mm-hmm. is going to explain everything about how interest rates are going to come down mm-hmm. when we go into a recession. Mm-hmm. Because why? Because, of again, it's the money supply. It's how the feds control this interest rate piece, and it controls the heating of our economy. So as recession comes, the feds open up the gates more, if you will, of the money. Money floods the market. Right. Interest rates drop. And then, yeah, that it, that's how it works. That's yes. exactly how it works. And so... For our buyers out there, there could never be a better time of year to Mm -hmm. buy a house than November and December. In Minnesota. Sellers are very motivated. They, you know, for whatever, whatever their motivation is, we all know nobody loves to plow (laughs) (laughs) or shovel. I mean, maybe somebody does, but they're lying to themselves. (laughs) They don't really like to do that. Maybe they got a really good snowblower last year. So they're like, okay, I got the fancy snowblower. I'm good with it for a couple of days. So there's lots of reasons for Minnesota. You know, people don't want to keep their house on the market. In the winter, making them more motivated to sell it to you. So exactly, we hope that you will call us because Miss Shelley here will take the time to look over your financials and coach you mm-hmm. on how to best structure your loan. Right, and that coaching is important. It is. Yeah. It's just it's it's, it's the step by step process. It's you know we I mean I don't I hate to call it hand holding, but sometimes that's what that's feels what comfortable yeah, and that's, that's what, what you need. need. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame, like you said, Miss Shannon. That's the, mm-hmm. it's so important because people do feel shame about money and they feel. 
like they ask silly questions to Mimi's point. And there are no silly questions when money's involved. You have to ask so you feel comfortable. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Can you off the top of your head just just think of a question or two that somebody typically has that you you know that they just didn't know so um i've come to find that people um have a real hard time with math yeah they just simply do mm-hmm. so when you say to them you're going to save 10 percent people will say to me how much is that right 10 well, percent yeah. of four hundred thousand is forty thousand mm-hmm. that's and i will do that math for you happily right perfect we're going to do some more math when you return also remind you the way that you can get in on our drawing for that turkey that we're going to be doing on sunday november 20th you can be part of the show call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the red hot real estate show Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Here with our friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also, our friend from Caliber Home Loans, Michelle Ferris. We always encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. And going on now for the next couple of weeks, every colleague who calls in, they're also included in that drawing for that turkey giveaway. You can be just like Barb. Barb, thank you very much for calling the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What is your question for Mimi and Shelly. Hey, Barb. Hi. Hi, go ahead. What's your question? Uh Um, If my husband and I wanted to buy a new home, um, and can we put it into our children's names so that we don't um, have any money invested? You know, we'll pay for it, but we want to put it in our kids' names as an inheritance. Okay, so... So that's kind of a little bit a legal question. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different ways to structure how you want your estate to be and how how title is held. And, you, you know, there are some, some risks, in my opinion, uh, of putting your home in your children's name without the proper legal documentation of how it really ought to go. And so I think what would be best, Barb, is if we give you a referral for a real estate attorney Mm -hmm. so that you can talk this through with them and make make sure that you're making the appropriate uh, title designation when you when you when you buy that house. Okay. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you. That was an excellent question. Thank you for calling. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. It is an excellent and question. And we've talked Absolutely. about the structure when you're doing your estate plan, and we've talked about that before, that it is a matter of sometimes, like, you can put one, you can think it's the easy thing, but it really is more complicated, so it makes more sense to talk to a real estate attorney and make sure, well, what's your end goal? Exactly. So putting their title, putting them on the title right now, you know, it really depends on if she's trying to improve their credit, then maybe just putting them on title doesn't matter when they really need to put them on the loan or if they just want to make sure they get it later, then it might be enough to put them eventually just on the title and see what happens. You know, and the way my mind works, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens if there's a falling out? down the road if you don't have it spelled out exactly how it is can those children sell that house out from under you yeah and where do those proceeds go and um yeah right and, and you should buy it in your own name and, and then maybe put it in a trust or something to that effect is, it, but again that's legal 
Exactly. Legal advice. Lots and we don't of go good there, stuff. Right? We yes, don't practice yes, law. Yes, indeed. Yes, but we do. But pra- we know the people that do. Right. But we right. do exactly. practice giving away turkey. Yes. Indeed. And so, so she is qualified <laughs> into that. I know that she left her information with our producer, Hope. So that is our first person into the uh, the drawing bucket the to get bowl. that. Yep. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Barb's got a good chance of winning as of right now. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Michelle. Let's finish up our inflation and. Interest rate, uh, rate okay. segment. So, so just to kind of summarize that piece, to, to to get it in your mind, your mind's eye, you know, what the Fed is doing is increasing the costs to buy big ticket items like houses and uh, capital equipment and big things to that degree. And rising interest rates uh, also tend to weigh on asset prices and reversing the wealth effect and all of that stuff. So that's what they're trying to do is to cool that. As its effect becomes known, that's what's then going to get us to a position where we'll be reducing interest rates and flooding the market again with money. So that is coming. But right now is the time to buy, even though that inflationary piece is in there, because now you've got your asset, you can always refinance that asset. Right. And we are seeing our sellers uh, do concessions, folks. We are seeing, again, seller paid closing costs. We are seeing them do rate buy-downs. We are seeing them offer up home warranties. Um, So some of the things that we just could not make happen before, we're starting to see those things. And so those are all positives for our buyers. And asking you both this question, it's, are there people out there that are going, oh, I missed my opportunity, so now I'm not going to try? A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. You know, you can, you can, it just. There should have, would have, could it now. Go okay. online and you can get any kind of opinion you want. Exactly. Everybody's got one. Some, some of them have got three. Right. Um, you know, so folks, if you, if you're renting, we're calling out to you. We, mm-hmm. we don't think that that's a smart financial move. Right. Exactly. This part of we. Well, I mean, yeah, and this one, too. This one right. agree, agrees with that. I mean, I, I have some headlines here uh, in front of me over the course of the past six years. And, I mean, they've been talking about the sky falling and this housing bubble that we're in for six years. And to Mimi's point in the very first segment, people who bought five years ago are enjoying a $100,000 return on their investment at this time. Right. So you can't believe the, the headlines all the time, folks. You've got to talk to the experts. We're in our local market. We're talking to you. You about your situation, not what the news is talking about. Right, exactly. And every episode we've been talking about what's going on back to specific communities. So, Mimi, you've been sharing some information, yes. basically city by city. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, so uh, we talk about the whole metro as a 13-county metro. Right. We're a huge area, y'all. Um, and we have 1.9 months of inventory currently as of the last report from the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors. And so... The the market that I've chose to talk about today is Northeast Minneapolis. Um, so for 2021 to 2022, uh, right now they have 56 new listings. Uh, they've closed 46 sales. And the median sales price for Northeast is 323250 Okay. Their average price per square foot is $221.00. Their sellers are currently getting 99.9% of the original list price. Okay. They're typically taking 29 days 
until sale, mm-hmm. so days on market, and they have currently 1.5 months of inventory in Northeast, and that makes up all of the different burbs of Northeast okay. into one number. And so you can see how that real estate numbers are very, very hyper local. Mm-hmm. And you can, when you get into the cities like St. Paul and Minneapolis, it's very much you know a street or two can make right. a big difference. So those are the numbers for Northeast Minneapolis as of September. If you would like to get the numbers for your particular city, all you have to do is text your city to 651-578-2218. Perfect. Okay, Shelly. We're going to be talking bad blood. <laughs> there should bad, be a song in that somewhere. What are we talking about, Shelly? Tumultuous oh, relationships. Tumultuous. I oh. thought that was such an appropriate word for for this particular couple. So, um, little story, little yes. story. I had a, I have this couple, I had a couple uh, that um, had a rocky relationship. I met them about 18 months ago and it was just one of those meetings where at the end of it, you just kind of like, I got the vibe that this just isn't going to work out. Right. <laughs> These poor folks, uh, I don't know how long they had been married, but it, it wasn't. They didn't they appear to be on the same page anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, they lived in his parents' basement, but she didn't get along with the mother-in-law. Not mm-hmm. at all. Like, not at all. They fought all the time. The couple needed to move out and they tried to over a period of that 18 months. And she had terrible credit due to ignoring it, and he had borderline credit. So not a very good combo. And so when I met with them, I gave them each advice specific to themselves, and he took the advice and she did not. And there was always a reason why she didn't or couldn't or wouldn't do whatever work it was to fix the scores. And so it was always curious to me that like they didn't share anything. Like they both had their own credit cards. They both had their own bank accounts. They there was nothing shared. This is a marriage, but there's nothing shared. And, right. You know, maybe that comes with time or whatever. It wasn't that odd, but it, and was, it was probably good because they weren't on the same page exactly. financially. And I think and that's, that's a big why they did it. Difference. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I think one of the partners had feelings about the other that was trust you know yeah. and, and trust is a big word in a marriage it's enormous Agreed. it's almost as big as love so mm-hmm. it's just huge so so it was curious to me that they didn't share this stuff but it also was curious to me that they never communicated about it like whatever they each did to their credit report it was unveiled in front of me when they met like oh, they these are okay. people that slept next to one another yeah. in a bed. But, but they didn't talk ta- about the money. And they talked yep. about it there. So if that describes you and you think buying a house is what's going to help your relationship or fix your relationship, there's more going on than just not being able to have your own roof. So I think you need to almost think about these things like you're getting your own affairs in order Mm -hmm. just in case it doesn't work out. Because if it works out... I'm glad you say that. Right? You know, I think it's a couple of things. Buying a house... Having a child, there's lots of things that are not going to, if you're not on the same page mm-hmm. with the way that you parent, if you're not on the same way with the way that you do your, your finances, that's not going to make your relationship stronger. Right. It exactly. just doesn't work that way. No. Well, let's let's break it down a little bit, Shelly. So you said a couple things. Um, you, you counseled them mm-hmm. about finances and the possibility of buying a house together mm-hmm. so that they could get out from underneath the, the in-laws' Parents. roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much estrogen in one house. It is sometimes. Okay, so, um, yeah. Anyway, so 
he took your advice and did what? So he would do like the paying down of the credit debt. He would open another credit card to expose, you know, more grading for the credit to help his score improve. Right. Uh, all those, the kinds of things that I talk through in a normal um, consultation. And so yes. uh, we talk about additional credit. We talk about balances. We talk about types of credit. We talk about that whole mix. Then we look at the collections or what's negative and we look at how that's bringing it down. He was doing all that work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was she not doing? None of that work. Like there was always a reason. <laughs> so, oh, I had to pay for this or oh, I didn't have money for that or oh, I forgot to call them or oh, it's like. Chick, it's been like three months. And what that's do you mean you forgot are... to call? And so, <laughs> yeah. in, in your opinion, she could have done it had she wanted to? So, there was enough things that didn't cost money or didn't, you know, take a lot of time that it was evident to me that she just didn't want to. She Her heart wasn't in it. She didn't okay. want to live in that basement anymore, but she didn't want to do the work that was going to fix the credit either. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did, so, mm-hmm. did, they, did they not buy a house? They, they're divorcing. So, they're they divorcing. ended up done and that's why my advice is to keep on your own path because your partner might not be on your path Mm -hmm. and maybe this part is exposing the fissure that means that really you're not meant to be for the long term and that is an excellent word yes fissure fissure. Mm -hmm. yeah write that one down all right You know, so that's good, you know, that they didn't buy the house Mm -hmm. together. And they have to disentangle that as well. Exactly. And then now they have the opportunity, at least one of them, to buy a house. Right. You're going to have to live someplace, folks. Yep. And, you know, I'm not going to be living up underneath there Mm -hmm. like that. No, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Okay. When we come back for our final segment, we are going to give you some more information about what's going on with the the inflation and the interest rates out there. Also give you some information about how you can get out of that rent cycle. You can be part of the show. The number again is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available at MyTalk1071.com. Just use that keyword Red Hot. Reminding you, this week and next week, we are getting you into this drawing for this turkey giveaway. All you have to do is call us with a great real estate or mortgage question. Leave your information with our producer and then you're in the drawing. There's also a way you can get a second entry if you go ahead and like the Red Hot Real Estate Group Facebook page or text buyer or seller to 651 651- one five seven eight two two one eight that text number again is six five one five seven eight two two one eight all right we do have to wrap up but before we get back to that information i want to make sure we go to the phones we're going to start with jenna jenna thank you very much for calling i'm very excited for you to get this question into the room because we're here with our credit contessa and it taught you have a question i think about paying off some debt before you buy your house is that right jenna Yes. So I have 10,000 in credit card debt, but 10,000 in the loan. And uh, in three years, though, I'll be like, I'll be, be have finished paying off my car. And I also have a bankruptcy that'll fall off in three years. Should I try to clean my, you know, pay my credit off of my loan off now and try to get a house now? Or wait the three years into the bankruptcy and until, you know, I'm through paying off my cars to try to get a house. Well, good question. Excellent and question. And also, oh. I'm 51 years old and I've never had a home. 
Oh, oh my goodness! You well, in a house. Indeed, it's time. It's, you have <laughs> you've made that landlord rich enough, Gina. So, um, good question. I'm so glad you called. I'm so glad you called. People ask this question all the time, and they want to like uh, Miss Shannon puts it DIY it. You yes. Want, and and you want to try to figure it out on your own, but you really we what we really need to do is assess your whole situation, not just your credit, not right. just paying off of that debt. What's the income situation? What's tomorrow's income look like? Are you buying with anyone else? In general, in general, I will tell you, it's not in your best interest to wait until all this debt is paid off three more years. Mimi shared with us in the beginning that people who bought five years ago are $100,000 richer today in, in equity. And had that been you, you'd have had the money to pay off all that stuff and then some because you have bought that house back then. So what we really need to do is look at what you can buy today and look at what it would mean to wait until tomorrow or three years from now and weigh those two out. And I'm guessing that it's going to be best to buy now. I That's what my money is going to be on, but let's assess it and let's see. Because those interest rates are going to drop. So today, don't be scared about those. They're going to drop and you can buy more house today than you will be able to in three years because of the horrible shortage of homes that we have on the market. Right, right. So thank you for calling. Thanks for calling so much. Those were great questions. And, and we'll we'll put you in touch with Shelly and you guys can, can meet and have a consultation. Right, because you deserve to get a house as you move into your 50s. So I, I, I concur. I concur. Applaud go, you. Yes, applaud <laughs> you very much. So we're going to go to our next caller as well. Brenda, thank you very much for calling. It's also time for you to get your question in there, into the room for Mimi and Shelly. What's your question, Brenda? Brenda? Yes, hi. Hey, Brenda, what's your question, please? Uh, my question is, I currently own a condo. I had owned a home previously when I was married, and after my divorce, I rolled some of the equity into buying um, a condo. Now I'm thinking about buying um, a rental property to rent out for um, income as well as an investment opportunity, but I'm not quite sure what I need to do to set that in motion um, and how much of a down payment I need. I guess just the whole situation. I don't know anyone else who's done it. Okay, that's a great question. Absolutely. Um, first of all, we've got to get the finance piece worked out, and that's where Shelly would come into play. She would she would meet with you and see exactly based on what your income is and your assets, determine. Well, you tell them, Shelley. Right, exactly. What you would qualify for and how much you could rent that property out for. And oftentimes we can even use the proposed rent on that property as income to help you qualify. So it's a whole bigger piece than just that. Generally speaking, you're going to want at least 20% down on investment property. 20 to 30% is preferred. And that's what helps you get the best interest rates. And were, were you thinking of a full-time rental or an Airbnb? Brenda. I'm sorry, I, I'm, I, I'm not hearing you, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, were, you thinking, were you thinking of an Airbnb rental or a full-time rental? Um, I think, well, I, I kind of go back and forth, but I think it may, might be simpler to have just like a permanent rental with like renters on a year lease, even though mm-hmm. it's less, possibly less um, income overall, it would I guess I just don't, I don't know what the risk is involved in some of those others. And I think it's harder to have, especially if it's like a condo or something, to use that as an Airbnb these days. I guess I just 
don't really know. Yeah. I agree. Looking into that personally as somebody who has a rental property, there's a lot of they're really looking at that even like city by city and county by county now because they want to make sure that there's living situations for people. And we're yeah. not just having, you know. We're taking up all the housing, right. which I, in general, mostly agree with. So I can't even complain. Well, so. you know, there are moratoriums that are coming into place and that are already in place about the percentage of rentals in a community. And so there's lots of things that you're going to want to definitely make sure you've done your due diligence before you, you, you go into that. But we can talk about that more and, and maybe make a plan for you. Does right. that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, Brenda, thanks for calling. It's a great question. I'm excited. We had somebody that's going to get into their first home and somebody that's looking to make sure that they can add, you know, build their, their empire. So lots of options out there Excellent. today. I absolutely love it. Um, Shelly, let's just talk a little bit about, uh, let's conclude about the tumultuous relationships, right. especially if you happen to be in the middle of a separation right. or if you have already uh, started thinking about a divorce. Right, exactly. If that describes you, if that if that story really kind of hit home for you a little bit, um, I really think that it's the best thing for you to do is to, you know, stand up and take charge of yourself. Um, and if you're thinking of buying a home, if you're thinking about where what your living situation is going to be, we need a consultation. So we need to pull your credit, make sure your credit is in order. We need to check out your income and see what you can buy on your own. Or if you're going to need a co-signer, maybe a family member or something, right. we just kind of put that piece together. It may not be your right answer, but it, it might be an answer. So we can talk about the path. And then, of course, you need to meet with a trusted realtor, Mimi, and make sure that you can get the house that you're looking for and what area that's going to mean. Right. Well, and having those questions answered before you make those final Okay, I'm going to dissolve this situation because we've talked before that there are certain things you can get from your attorney and things so that you can set yourself up best well, you want as to, you're doing this. You definitely want to explore all of these things before you actually divorce and and ultimately before you sign an official separation because the two of you together could qualify for more home perhaps than if you are officially separated so what are the rules Shelley for the separation with regard to mortgage so if you're separated if you filed then you're separated or you're mm -hmm. filed but if you have not yet if there's nothing legal and you want to make sure that the person you're leaving behind is taken care of maybe there's children involved maybe you buy the house together and then you let the divorce attorneys figure out how uh, the ownership and stuff works in the end. Yes, mm -hmm. and and to that point, DIY divorces, we don't we Eek. don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> no, um, it's nope. worth the money to pay somebody to make sure it's structured exactly exactly the way you want it to be structured. Right, mistakes cost a lot of money. Right, and so we appreciate everybody that called in today. You are in for that drawing. We're going to have some more people get qualified next week as well. If you want to hear this episode of preview episodes, go to our website mytalk1071.com keyword red hot.